I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. So grab your Joey Chestnut. And let's get civical. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Wolentowski. And a happy post 4th of July! <laughs> I uh, am doing the least 4th of July thing for 4th of July in that I my body is in London. <gasps> That, yeah, you know what it that is? It is in London for the 4th of July. It's with the enemy. I'm sleeping It's with the enemy. With I was going to say, enemy. that's kind of the most 4th of July thing you could do. I know. Be an American in the UK. In the UK. Mm. I mean, whoops. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not sure what we're doing this 4th of July. We'll either be in the city or upstate. Yeah. Having a hot dog? 
I I hope to God I have a hot dog. I love like if all I could if the only thing that was I could partake in on Fourth of July was to eat a burger and a hot dog off of a grill. Mm. I could skip all of the rest of the festivities. I would mm. be so happy. It's and even yeah. just that smell, you know, it smells so good for sure. It's very specific. Ugh. It's very specific. I don't. I don't know if I can get a hot dog in London. I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. Gonna try. I wonder for the good of the sh- country. I'm sure you could find some. You're gonna get a banger. Not a banger. A hot yeah. Dog. Yeah. But then I'm sure gonna you get could a banger. Find, I'm gonna get a banger. That's right. I'm sure you can find a place that's like an American bar. Yeah. That like think it's cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a themed thing. Yeah, yeah. Because when I was in London last time, this was many, oh my God, this must have been five years ago. Um, I was in London and I had been traveling all around Europe. Oh, I recall. And what I didn't know about traveling around Europe is that drip coffee isn't really a thing. No. Like it's, 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 you get cappuccinos or Americanos, it's espresso based, it's not drip coffee. And it wasn't until I reached London, which was like way into my trip, which was about seven weeks, that I finally, we went to this breakfast place that was modeled after like an American diner and it had drip coffee yeah. because that's such an American thing. Yep. And I was like, finally. It's so good. <laughs> Give me drip coffee. It was the my, one of my favorite things was when I the first time I went to Paris and I sat down to get a cup of coffee at a cafe and they asked me what I wanted and it was like oh, I'm so bad now because I can't remember it was like this one or this one and one was like a taller version or a bigger version mm-hmm. of the smaller one it wasn't an espresso but I forget what it was called but basically it was like the and she looked at me and she was like, this is probably what you want. I think you're an American or something like that. Like, you know, you want yeah. the bigger like, one, yes, which is basically a cup of coffee. And I was like, yes, that's kind of what I want. Yes, uh, yeah. please. Merci uh, beaucoup. Please. Yeah. Um, yes. So we'll, we're, I'm going to try to do as much American stuff as I can. Yeah. I think we're going to Windsor Castle, but which I which arguably could be the least American thing I could possibly do on on the 4th of July, but I will be I will be in London. Yes. Uh, who are you going with? Who am I going with? My beloved. <gasps> Yay! Can you imagine if I went to London with that? I guess that's normal. People go on trips with friends or family. Yes, they do. You know, I'm taking my I'm taking but. my beloved to London. Aww. I've been, he hasn't. Aww. So very excited. Well, it's also since this is a Fourth of July episode, it's also yeah. like a your four year, three year, three. It's three. three. It would work better if it was four, but it's three. It's our three year anniversary. Yep. And uh, yeah, it would be better if it was four. That would just make this episode specifically better. So shame on us for not getting it together a year soon. You should have met a year before that. I know, I know, I know. But here we are. Here you are. He was slow on the uptake, so what can I say? I did my best. <laughs> but you know what? He got there. He got there. He did get there. Shout out to my boyfriend, Kyle. Love you, yes. babe. Who makes Love fantastic you. fucking pizza. He does make fantastic pizzas. Follows Zellman's pizzas. This is shameless plugging for my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what this country is founded upon. Just plugging your beloveds. 
Do you know what? Uh, you it know, is. Food, it's a food related thing, and this episode it sure is. is all about food and American and an iconic American food. Iconic and pizza. Also iconic. Also iconic. I love that you're tying this together to our, you're segueing. I saw, I like, you, you like gently took us right turn into this episode topic. I was really trying to save us and not rectify what we did in, or not replicate what we did in the last episode, which was nearly crash and burn trying to get to talk about Gettysburg. Which I feel like we do in in 80% of the episodes. 80% of the (laughs) episodes we don't have. We start talking and then we realize, oh god, this is about something really serious and we're talking about bullshit. So it's easy today that this episode, which of course, obviously, is on Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Ah, it's is, so good. Is light and airy. This is this is for me. This is for you. This is for the good people of this nation who celebrate not only the Fourth of July, but specifically observe mm-hmm. Nathan's hot dog eating contest, which I do observe every year. Every year, and I love it so much. I she- love it. You've watched me watch it. I, you introduced me to, I mean, I guess I like maybe had heard about it, but I didn't connect it with the 4th of July. It wasn't anything that I watched and truly watching this with, uh, on, on the 4th of July upstate with our good friend Michelle was like a memory that I will have for the rest of my life. Cause we just sat outside mm-hmm. watching this on like your iPhone or something. Yeah, on my phone. It was so amazing. And we just, it was like, it's like, it's food porn. It's like watching food porn. It's food porn. Because I can explain, I can explain it to you. I can explain what they're doing. Yeah. But it is so different than watching grown ass people shove 30 to 50 hot dogs into their mouth in a 10 minute period. You just have to see it. You have to see it to believe it. Yep. So I hope everybody observes it. Yeah, you really and should watches, watch it. Watches it on the day and also replays. Go watch the replay. It's worth it. It's worth, it's it. worth it. It's worth it. And then YouTube will send you down a rabbit hole, which we also did at one point. We'll send you down a rabbit hole of other things to watch people eating. And I think we yeah. ended up at some kind of like pepper tasting scenario where yep. like hot peppers, hot peppers. People were eating hot yeah. peppers. We yep. did. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember last year, and then I swear to God, we'll start this episode. Last year, <laughs> when I watched the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, there was a crazy controversy because ESPN, which obviously is what it, the network that carries the hot dog eating contest because it is a sport, at like two minutes left, the feed cuts out. And, like, I go to Twitter, and Twitter is just erupting because nobody can see what's happening with the hot dog eating contest. It's just, like, I don't know what happened. They they fumbled the ball. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, you it's not you can't stop. There's no, no commercial breaks. It is 10 minutes. You are watching for 10 minutes. And then once it's over, it's over. And, of course, we all knew who was going to win. And, of course, right. of course the president of the United States, Joey Chestnut, won again. Right. But... To, to, like, miss the last two minutes, 90 seconds was crazy. I was like, what is going on? That's insane. Because you've invested. You've invested eight minutes. I've invested. I've waited all year. And to have ESPN literally Robbed. take this moment away from me. Oh, my God. It was so crazy. Robbed. It was so crazy. So hopefully this year's goes smoother than I, last year's. I hope. And I hope you're able to see it in Yield London. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. 
We'll see. We'll see. I'll be literally like in the throne room being like, let's go, Joey. Let's go. Yay. Let's go. 70, <laughs> 71, 72. 71. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 <sighs> but enough, enough chitter chatter. Let's, let's dig in, shall we? Let's. Do you want to talk about the sauces? I'll tell you about the sauces. Love. The sauces are Seat Geek, randomly. Okay. Well, I guess it's like, it's an event. It's like an event. Yeah, it's an event. Yeah. They had some interesting sense. information. Nathan's Hot Dog, Nathan's Frank's, Nathan's Hot Dogs. Mm-hmm. Puts on the hot dog eating contest. Mm-hmm. And a slice of Brooklyn, because it takes place in Brooklyn. It does. It truly does. Yep. And my, I, I simply have to go. Like, I've never, I haven't been in Brooklyn for the past few years for the 4th of July. But yeah. isn't it insane that I'm, well, that first of all, I'm not hosting this event. But second of all, <laughs> that I haven't been. <laughs> really? I feel like they should have asked you by now. I am really surprised that It's very shocking. Haven't. It's, it's very, very shocking. shocking. So it's rude. Let's start campaigning. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's on them. That's, that's on, them. on them. It's their loss. Okay, let's start with her herstory because it's been around for a surprisingly long time. This isn't this isn't new. No. So let's talk about the legend, the myth, the icon, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Yeah. So legend has it that on July 4th, 1916, four immigrants gathered at the very first Nathan's famous hot dog stand in Coney Island. And made eating contest history. These four immigrants are, they are my forefathers. Yes. They are the shoulders on which I stand. As the story goes, they were competing to see who was the most patriotic, obviously. How do they determine the winner? A hot dog eating contest, of course. This is coming from Nathan's itself. So that's why it sounds very cheesy, which I love. It's controversial. It's controversial. It's controversial because it is also said that the first ever Nathan's hot dog eating contest was on July 4th, 1926. So 10 years later. Mm -hmm. Rumor has it that three men arguing who was the most patriotic decided to settle the argument with what else? A hot dog eating contest. James Mullen was the winner. He downed 13 hot dogs in 12 minutes. 13. Remember the number 13, 13 as we talk about how many hot dogs we eat today. Oh my god. Insane. So it's it sounds to me it's the it's the same myth. Yeah. It's just different, different times. Different times, different types of people. But the basically the the thing that unites us all is how show me you're a patriot. Who's who how can we prove this? Hot dog eating hot contest. Mm-hmm. We have to eat hot dogs. Obviously. So that is how, that is the legend on how the famous hot dog eating contest came to be held at the original Coney Island location, Nathan's hot dogs location. Every Independence Day since the first recorded contest in 1972. So our first official, this is sponsored is in the is in the 70s 1972 yeah. so 50 years later or 60 years later depending on which legend you begin you believe while the truth of the legends are somewhat suspect even the initial date is sometimes said to be 1917 instead of 1916 the contest had become a tradition for nathan's and would be held annually every independence day save for a few so we have to miss a couple obviously the first missed year was in 1941 
or you guessed it, World War II. Mm-hmm. Given the heavy immigration population of the area, many of whom were from Central and Eastern Europe, the war was controversial. As such, the contest is said to have been canceled as a protest against the conflict that year. They're like, we don't want to fight. We don't want to fight. We don't want to fight. And how are we going to prove it? We're not going to do the hot dog eating contest. We're not eating hot dogs. We're taking a stand. Would get my attention. Mm -hmm. For sure. The next missed contest was in 1971, also due to political conflict. This time, the protest was against domestic unrest surrounding President Nixon's activities as well as the Vietnam War. However, the following year began an unbroken streak of annual contests, which has continued into present day. Did they do it for COVID? Well, so this so this wasn't updated, and I was going to ask you, because mm. I feel like this is old, like older I than the pandemic. They, I think they did. Hold on. Yeah, they did do it. Did they put them in, like, plexiglass bunkers? Yeah, they, they put them in, like, bubbles, basically. Yeah. I remember... I remember seeing it. They were, like, obviously sequestered with, like, glass in between them. But, yeah, they did do it. Okay. I was, like, I can imagine them doing that as, like, uh, a, a like a morale booster or something. And because we've only missed them for political purposes. I love yeah. that this is a protest event. Like, if something yeah. is happening politically, that's when we miss a Nathan's hot dog eating yeah, like, I love let's that. Let's not do it. Morale's do down. It. We don't like this war. Fuck it. Well, I guess also like when you think about it, right? Like the Fourth of July is celebrating the country, so it's right. it's understandable that forms of protest happen on this day. It is right. surprising that it is from, and I don't think it would be now from a corporation like Nathan's Hot Dogs. I just don't think that like no. I think it's it's. I don't. I think those days are behind us. I think they are. I think they are. So, though the 1972 contest was the first of the current run, an earlier one was definitely held in 1967, which is only known due to first-hand press releases from the time. Hell yeah. It's said that a 400-pound man named Walter Paul managed to down a ridiculous 127 hot dogs over the course of an hour, though the real number is believed to be something closer to 17. <laughs> oh my God. I love this. I mean, talk I about a discrepancy. <laughs> 127, 17. It's the same. Multiply by 10. Yeah. I mean, Joey Chestnut could do 127 in an hour. He could oh, do more than that, probably. He probably could. Holy shit. But I do love that it's like, oh, actually, it's probably like 17. Probably lower than that. A little lower. A little lower. Shout out to Walter Paul. You Uh, write your own destiny. Oh, yeah. Also love that it was in press releases of the time. Yeah. I mean, this is news, baby. News. Yes. It's also happening, like, at Coney Island, which is known for, like, oddities and weird things and all of that. So I wonder, too, if this was because this was, like, a heavier guy, a heavier guy yeah. during the '60s. If it was written Maybe. about from that perspective, and he just happened to be like eating a bunch of hot dogs, it's rather also than though, it- like Coney Island, though. Like, and I don't know at this time, it used to be the hot destination to vacation. Like, oh, really? It used to be like, yeah, like it was an amusement park, and like 
one of the first and and families would go there it, yes there were like circusy elements too yeah. but it was so popular yeah now it's more i think it it, it got way more like it's like grungy a, and like <laughs> it's grungy semi-kitchy, it's on the side not yeah because now we have like huge amusement parks yeah. That, like, took over the role of places like Coney Island, which basically is, like, a stationary carnival. Yeah. If you think about it. With with a single roller coaster. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it used to be so popular. Yeah. Like, crazy popular globally for people to come to Coney Island. We should That's do so- a whole episode on Coney Island. We should I, do a whole episode. I am so fascinated by Coney Island. Add it to the list. Added to the list. We're going to Coney Island on Saturday because tomorrow or, – or sorry. We're going to Coney Island on – we will have gone to Coney Island when this episode comes out for Caroline's birthday, my girlfriend's birthday, which we did last year. And it was so fun because I had never been. Oh, it's so fun. Prior to last year. It was so fun. And we got – like I think – I don't remember what we had to eat because the line for Nathan's hot dogs was like really long. Well, here's the thing. You can get Nathan's hot dogs from a lot of places. You don't have to go to just the Oh, just the stand? Oh, because I was like... Well, I guess if you're... Yeah. If you... Are you guys going to a baseball game? Are you going to the Cyclones? So, um, yes. We didn't last year. Uh, and I think you they should, were playing absolutely. at the time. So she doesn't know this, but I bought tickets. So yes. And You're so, so when this good. I know. I'm a I'm You're a good so good. I'm a good gift giver. Um It's literally the best. I'm so excited. I love Cyclones games. And you can get Nathan's hot dogs in the stadium. Oh. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Yeah. There's also yeah. the Coney Island Brewery. So what we did last year is we went to the brewery and then we got, I think we got drinks and took them to the beach and just like sat on the, it was the fucking best. I was like, I yeah. love this. Oh my God. You guys are going to have so much fun. For those so of you who don't know, the Brooklyn Cyclones are a minor league baseball team that play in a stadium at Coney Island. And when I tell you that only the riffraff of Brooklyn go to these games, I mean, truly the riffraff of Brooklyn go to these games. <laughs> it's where Kyle and I had one of our first dates. It was Aww. one of the best dates I've ever had. Aww. And we, the most distinct thing I remember was in between one of the innings, they brought out the dirtiest folding table, got two arguably 19-year-olds, and they had them play flip cup. <laughs> that was oh like the end, God. that was the in between innings entertainment. And I literally, I couldn't stop laughing. Oh my God, that's I didn't amazing. Stop Oh my god, I was already excited and now I'm even more excited for this. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. 
Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. So back to our friend Paul, who was the man in 1967 eating anywhere between 17 and 127 <laughs> hot dogs over the course of an hour, just give Medium, or take, like Medium, 50 so. hot dogs. <laughs> so after his victory, because it's also not clear who he was competing against. Yeah. After his victory, every contest except for one was won by an American up until 1996. So the Americans had a strong showing for quite some yeah. time. Also because nobody else really has hot dogs or, or like eats them like this. Yeah. We are the ones with the experience, the sportsman like experience eating the hot dogs. The exception was in 1984 when German Birgit Felden, who had never eaten a hot dog prior to the contest, won the contest hell yeah no Probably took a bite and was like holy what? shit jesus this is amazing what yeah exactly Give me more in 1996 japanese stars hirofumi nakajima and mm-hmm. katsutoyo ari and fan favorite takuru kobayashi began dominating the contest i remember kobayashi distinctly it's just like kobayashi every single year mm. So Japanese domination of the sport continued until 2007 when another popular star entered the hot dog filled arena. Literally the president of the United States, the king of the world, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Because also a fucking great name, Joey Chestnut. Great Ned. It's a fucking great name. My God. Joey Chestnut, American, steps onto the stage and single-handedly has dominated the sport, winning every year except for 2015, when fellow American Matt Stoney bested him by a final score of 62 to 60. He's still the champion, right? He's like the... Yes, of course he's still the champion. He's the champion by like a crazy amount. Because I remember the year we watched and then I might have even watched it last year thinking like, how do you even beat... The, like it's the like the next person score is like twenty. Like it's ten. so it's he, literally like ten. It's like a ten hot dog difference. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I think the the way to beat Joey, Joey Chestnut is for him to like actually get sick at some point. Oh, uh, because otherwise, or like tap out somehow. Like some right. like something for him physically goes wrong. But otherwise, there is nobody who is eating as competitively as Joey Chestnut. No, I love him so much. So good. Many fans question what the outcome would have been if Kobayashi and Chestnut went head to head because Chestnut is the current winner, like we said, and Kobayashi was prior, was previously like the the big champion. But due to contractual disputes, Kobayashi has been unable to participate since 2009. Oh, yeah. I really thought he was competing, but I guess he wasn't. That's crazy. Yeah. 
And there's there's a fun fact in the end, which we'll read about why that is the case. Okay. Why why it. Kobayashi can no longer compete. Kobayashi, uh, yeah. Yeah. In 2011, a separate contest was started for females. Hell yeah. The first three women's competitions were won by Sonia Thomas, and the last three by Miki Sudo, both Americans. Prior to the separation of women's and men's competitions, women had won a handful of times, but the sport had stayed mostly dominated by the boys. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Now we keep them separate. Yeah. Oh, my God. I like I like that you just labeled this next session. <laughs> How? 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 How do they do this? How no. do how how does one become a competitive eater? Yes. How do they how how Cuz I didn't know and this was this was the thing that I like when you were telling us about this when we were upstate that time I was like <laughs> I do not I cannot comprehend. I love a fucking hot dog. Like I have been to if you've ever been to Rudy's on 9th Avenue just off Times Square you can, if you buy a pitcher of beer, they give you a plate of six hot dogs. I will eat them all. They are fucking delicious. But mm-hmm. 73 hot dogs in 10 minutes is yeah. baffling. Baffling. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Mm-hmm. So there is obviously a method to it. If you have not watched the hot dog eating contest, you won't know this. But it's basically like they separate the buns and the hot dogs and there's water involved. And it's like, they got to shake it down, shake it down. So we're going to talk about the actual specifics, like how they do this. Yeah. So there are a few methods pro eaters use to down the most hot dogs. The most popular is the dunking method. Contestants dip the buns in water and squeeze out the water before eating. The, di- the idea is that it helps slide down the throat. Ugh. Ugh, yeah. Another method is the Solomon method created by Takaru Kobayashi. You break the hot dogs in half, eat both halves at once, followed by the bun. Many competitive eaters, like those competing in Nathan's hot dog eating contest, practice stretching out their stomachs for the main event by drinking gallons of milk or water very quickly or by downing lots of filling fibrous foods like watermelon and oatmeal in a matter of minutes Whew, those poops must be wild, wild. yes talk wild. about a duty that <laughs> is oof because it's either well because if you're eating a bunch of watermelon that's like the runs and then if you're eating a yeah. bunch of oatmeal you better that's follow that up, up with a bunch of yeah. watermelon because that's stop and stop. starts. Yep. Stops and starts. Yeah. yeah. But fun fact: three-time winner for the women's bracket, Sonia the Black Widow Thomas, does not practice for competitions at all. She attributes her impressive eating abilities to natural talent. My icon. Yes. My. She's like, this is literally just what I was born to do. I was born to do this. Obsessed. That's it. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Despite consuming mass quantities of high-calorie foods during competition season, most professional competitive eaters are very fit. Many contestants weight train and exercise vigorously to build muscle and increase their metabolism. Most also eat healthy, low-calorie diets after competition. Why? Because their stomachs are so stretched out they can no longer tell when they're full. Ooh. Because they're not full because their stomach is so stretched out. 
Yeah. It's like, someone's like, I got more space. Fill it up. Ever wonder why contestants of Nathan's hot dog eating contest, like 2015 winner Matt Stoney, jump up and down and wriggle their bodies while inhaling as many hot dogs as they can handle? They're trying to encourage the food to slide easily down the esophagus and settle compactly in their stomachs. They're literally trying to shimmy the hot dog down their body. They're trying to do that thing where you like scoop out a cup of flour and then you like shake it, pat it a little bit on the counter or whatever it is, the sugar, so that it settles and you can get a nice even full cup. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, when you have to like talk about it, it is like, ooh, ooh, good. Because I don't know, like your esophagus is, it's a... Like, it's got its own squeezy, must, like, tissue in there. Like, it squeezes it, the food It does down. have its own squeezy, scientifically, yes. Yeah, it does it's have its own squeezies. It's not a slide. No, <laughs> so it's it, not I, a slide. You're right. You're I'm right. Like, I don't know how much this is helping, but if it helps you mentally, I am all about it. If it all helps you eat all it. those hot dogs, I am all about it. Yummy, yummy in your tummy, tummy. Mm-hmm. So, we've come to the iconic portion of the podcast, which is fun facts, and quite frankly... This has all been fun facts. Yeah. I mean, it's this, all is, been fun this facts. is an episode of fun facts. <laughs> this is an episode of fun facts. And I'm going to sing the fun facts song. Hell yeah. Take it Here away. We Here we go. Fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fun fact number one, the Nathan's Famous International Hot Dog Eating Contest attracts over 40,000 fans each year and is broadcast on ESPN to nearly 2 million viewers. Hell Me yeah. and all my friends. I was going to say, Lizzie community. is responsible single-handedly for at least half a million of those. Absolutely. I have Absolutely. been spreading the word of the Lord of this contest for a long time. A long time. In 2010, promoter Mortimer Matz, also a great name, admitted yeah. to making up the story about the first hot dog eating contest in the 1970s to create publicity Nathan's has said Matt's never worked for them and is lying. <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> we don't know him. No. Please we don't, know. don't quote him. He is not with us. He's a liar. That's funny. Mm-hmm. What a thing to lie about. You know I what know. I mean? What? I I'm going to get you business. I'm going to get you. This is like the most Brooklyn thing. It's like, don't you worry about it. I'm going to drum up some business. I'm going to drum up some business. I'm going to drum up some business. I'm yeah. going to drum up some business. Next one fact, even celebrities try to get in on the fun. In 2003, NFL film star William the Refrigerator Perry competed in the world-famous hot dog contest. He won the qualifying event by eating 12 dogs, but only ate four during the contest and quit after five minutes. I mean, we can't all be Joey Chestnut. We can't all be Joey Chestnut. We really can't all be Joey Chestnut. Speaking of, the reigning champ, Joey Chestnut, holds the record for the most hot dogs eaten at 73. That's equivalent to 16 pounds or as much as 42 billiard balls, which is a weird equivalency. It's a weird equivalency. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Chestnut consumed over 12,000 calories in less than 10 minutes when he set the record in 2013. That's as much as four Thanksgiving dinners. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of calories. Is 73 his most recent number? Hold on. Yeah, it's 76 now. Oh, shit. 76. It's 76. All right. This just in. New new record is 76 hot dogs. And according to the Inquirer, 
He has eaten a total. This is me submitting a fun fact on the fly. Yes. He has eaten 19,200 hot dogs. What? Holy shit. Not just like Nathan's alone, but like in his career. He has eaten 19,200 hot dogs. Holy, wow. I'm only 18,000 behind. That's great. It's good work. I love him so much. So this is the fun fact about Kobayashi. So former champion Takuru Kobayashi can no longer participate in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest due to a contract dispute with Major League Eating. He was even arrested at Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in 2010. All charges were dismissed, but he was removed from the Hot Dog Wall of Fame in 2011. Kobayashi told reporters he had a sandwich and a glass of milk while being held in custody. I am very hungry, he said. I wish there were hot dogs in jail. I mean, me too. Right. (laughs) My God, I had no idea that Kobayashi's uh, had such a tense past with the... (laughs) The contest. I know. I know. It's so weird. I love I love that they hauled him away. I would love for Kobayashi to come back. Yeah. It just I love that like somebody from the contest was like he's gonna show up. We need we just let's get the cops. Just he's gonna show up. We know it. And he did, and well, they yeah, hauled his ass Deep away. Brooklyn, of course. Of course. <laughs> he's oh knuckleheads, yeah. Like, oh, that's so funny. So final fun fact of the day. Winners of the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest have eaten a total of 1,509 Nathan's Famous Beef Franks since the first recorded contest in 1972. That's about 330 pounds, all told. Crazy. Yeah. And that's got to be... Crazy. 400 billiard balls or something like that? Whatever. Something like that. I mean, yeah, put it... (laughs) Put it in billiard ball terms, for God's sakes. (laughs) Oh I mean, yeah, God. it's just one of those things that we do that only we could do. Oh, you God, know what yeah. I mean? France is not sitting around eating, uh, having a contest about who can eat the most brie on a baguette. Right. Like, nobody's doing no. that. No. No, This no, no. is an American thing. It is America through and through. And thank God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the few traditions I am proud of <laughs> that I feel like speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I would just like to submit my application to be literally a part of the contest in any way, shape, or form. I don't necessarily want to eat because I actually don't think that I am a competitive eater by nature. I, in fact, eat quite slowly. But mm. I, th- I should be introing people. Oh, absolutely. I should be emceeing. I should be hosting. I should be commentating. I, th- I think there's nobody better to introduce Joey Chestnut on the next hot dog eating contest than one Lizzie Stewart. Like than his loyal servant, Lizzie Stewart. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree. So that is the end of our Nathan's hot dog eating contest episode. Y'all happy 4th of July. I hope you all enjoy it. If you didn't watch the contest, go on YouTube and watch the contest and literally enjoy history in the making. Yeah. It's just, it's something to behold. It's something to behold. Enjoy observing, watching, partaking in this part of our civics. It is a part of civics that was left out of our elementary school education. If they led social studies classes with, hear me out, a hot dog eating contest, (laughs) every flipping fourth grader would be enthralled. 
They should just do that. And then slip in some facts. George Washington, first president. Great. Joey Chestnut. Here's his 2010 performance. You know, like, they could really get some, some, like, traction out of it. They could really get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, that is the end of our episode. And as always... We love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.